All around, the putrid bodies crushed against one another. The air was stifling and the heat threatened to choke me. Thunderous roars screamed from below, and I grimaced, knowing that was where I had to go. Rush hour in New York City was not for the faint-hearted. As I made my way from the World Trade Center station down the concrete steps to the trains, I found the familiar sense of overwhelming that accompanied me on every journey on the metro. I knew deep down it was simply claustrophobia. I also knew it was all in my head, and with some breathing exercises and a little calm, I could beat the condition. Still, it didn't make it easy. The only reason I rode the subway at this hour at all was because the alternatives were far worse. Sitting for three hours on the Holland Tunnel, or trying to negotiate the Jersey Turnpike. As a New York cop for over ten years, I should have been resistant to discomfort in difficult situations. But we all have our weaknesses. I looked around the throngs of people as I moved down to the platform. A sweating obese woman shoved past me, braying loudly at some unseen partner. Hell, give me a hopped-up junkie with a gun over this crap any day. The subway might have been a crush, but at least it was over quickly. I'd soon be back in my, in our, Hoboken apartment with a cold beer. That was the only light at the end of this tunnel. It still took some getting used to. Our apartment. Sarah. God, I missed her. And my boy, Tommy. They were on the other side of the ocean, 3,000 miles away. Maybe the air was cooler there. I should have gone to evade this heat. To be a good husband, to be a good father. But as usual, I'd screwed it up. The look in her eyes, the piercing gaze she shot me in my direction as she stormed toward the door, it was a look that still made me ashamed, one somewhere between pity and anger. It had been a battle of egos, and I had won. But I had also lost. If only I had... Hey, watch it, pal! My thoughts were cut short when an odd-looking man swept by as he pushed through the crowd. He was wearing a filthy, wrinkled suit, but that wasn't what piqued my interest. It was the way his grubby hand latched onto the young woman beside him. He reminded me of some kind of reptile, his hand an oversized jaw bearing down to clutch his unsuspecting prey. Strange. The woman looked over her shoulder and for the briefest moment, our gazes met. Something was very wrong. Her big brown eyes were glassy, filled with fear, and something else. A silent cry. Help! Did she know I was a cop? Impossible. Just a middle-aged guy with dark hair turning silver and blue-gray eyes. Jeans, t-shirt, leather jacket. Yeah, I was a detective, but I could have been any poor schmuck battling through rush hour. Her outfit was immaculate, though. Just as his was dirty. It wasn't just the tidiness that caught my eye. She clearly had done well for herself. It was as clear as the expensive jacket around her shoulders and the overpriced bag that was casually dangling from her forearm. The black high heels confirmed it. Louboutins, the red soles were a dead giveaway. My wife had been lusting after a pair for as long as I could remember. Some girls liked to be showered with jewelry. Sarah's weakness was shoes. Something I often teased her about. The tough, uncompromising journalist that falls to pieces at the sign of designer footwear. I promised her a pair, just like the one the scared-looking woman was wearing, as soon as I got my next promotion. For now, they were out of my price range. My mind did some quick calculations. The shoes, the wrinkled suit, the tight grab. 
the spate of women who had gone missing from subway stations. Yes, the memory surfaced as I recalled a recent briefing at the station. Several women had vanished in the last few months, all attractive and upscale, all last seen in a subway station. Hey, wait! I called out, but my words were drowned in the clamor of the platform. I pushed ahead to follow the ill-matched couple. Something rotten was in the air. A deep breath, I squeezed through the crowd, giving chase. I already felt as though I was about to suffocate. Shoving further into the sea of people made my pulse quicken. My palms were moist with perspiration, but it had little to do with the heat. Still, I couldn't break pursuit, not if she really was being taken. As I neared the end of the platform, the fray was too much. I looked one way and the other. Faces and bodies everywhere. Too many. Breathe.